You're listening to the 360 Vegas Podcast. Episode number 249. I'm recording this in lovely Punta Cana. However, by the time this drops, I will be running in 40-degree weather in Punxsutawney while Tony accuses me of snorting cocaine. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to the website, 360vegaspodcast.com. You can click on the Zazzle link and get some really cool swag with the logo on it, or you can click on the Amazon link. It won't cost you anything, and it will help support the show. Or you can support them by sending them money. Just click on the PayPal link on the website, and you can send them cash. If you happen to be taking your loved one to Las Vegas in the near future, you can send them cash with a karma request, and you can make any request for copulation you want, and it may come true. In my case, twice. <laughs> Warning, the hosts of the show love what they do, and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like it, don't listen. They don't care. This podcast has been enhanced, which means it has segment chapters, pictures related to content being discussed, and links to referenced articles, our blog, and opportunities to support our show via affiliates and PayPal donations. Enjoy. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I feel my descent into madness may be deepening. I, I've spoken. I've spoken about how much I'm enjoying these Beats headphones, and what I've realized. And then we talked a little bit about. Uh, actually, no, we didn't talk about it. I talked about it on social media how the new Assassin's Creed's out, and I'm I'm just playing that fucking constantly now. So well, we haven't talked about it, but I'm living it. So but I, I'm basically living in in headphones now because uh, what I'll do. I, I I picked this up from Silicon Valley, where whenever they the main character will get really dialed in on his work. He's got his uh, headphones on and he's just, you know, the music's blaring and he's just focused. And I tried it and it really works. So I've been doing that for about a month and then playing this game for the last week is, is in all my spare time. I, I've got the headphones on so it's in a perfect surround sound kind of a feeling. And uh, I realized the other day, uh, and I've been talking about getting up in the very AM and, and how it's so peaceful and there's something that I like about it. And I realized the other day, while you weren't even, Karen was away on business at the time, that I got up first thing in the morning and I'm sitting down to write and I put my beats on and, and I'm, I'm typing away and I'm doing work and about 20 minutes goes by and I realized I never turned the music on. Oh my God. Did, wow. Didn't, didn't want to turn the music on. Didn't need to turn the music on. I needed to feel safe. With the earbuds on, I, I need. I needed. Those aren't earbuds. Those are the are, big yeah, old gigantic yeah, the hands yeah. over your ears. Yeah. The uh, I, I needed. I needed the beats on to somehow tell the world, leave me alone. Just go away. I'm safe in here. The, the world meaning the dog, because the dog no, is the only person in the house. Yeah. I, I no. I'm. The, the, you know, see, you're you're thinking. You're thinking very, very. Uh, uh, 
literally you're yeah. you're, I, you're I'm talking in the abstract yes extremely like I'm somehow radiating to the world leave me alone just leave me alone I'm safe in here in here I'm I'm okay you're so weird <laughs> yeah and can we get, we skipped over this and thank you um, Phil for sending in the uh, yeah that was awesome intro. I'm sorry I it, it occurred to me not long ago that I'm like I, I I think this isn't the next step into my Howard Hughesian madness downward spiral. Yeah, I just refuse to acknowledge it. I go back <laughs> so no, t uh, Tony, what did Phil mean when he said you would you would accuse him of snorting cocaine? It was last week, I think. No, it was weeks two weeks ago. I think was it was the it, if it wasn't the week that Karen was gone, it was the week before we made. Oh, it was Karen. Do you remember? Were you a part of the show, or did, was it the week you were gone where we talked about a guy that straight up did blow off oh, of like yeah. a bakra table? No, I think I was gone. Yeah, that was okay. Awesome. Then during that particular podcast, I made mention. So now we know how Phil lost all of his weight. He's been at a baccarat table just snorting cocaine straight off <laughs> okay. from the table. Got it. I, that was the one part. I mean, it was a it was a great intro, and I appreciate him sending it in. But that's one part I was like, he went rogue no with idea. it. He did. He, he went, did he's, like, he's like, I I know what they're going to talk about, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wing it. Which is I love. Oh, God, which is concerning because he's a doctor, and I would hope. He, he would he'd be a big fan of regimen and but he's not he was on vacation oh fair enough he That's said he was in mexico so there's no if he does it all if he well, does the regimen yeah. all all right. daily life then yeah so probably was snorting cocaine down in mexico <laughs> i i assumed that his um his listener intro was sponsored by captain morgan <laughs> I say, who who was your sponsor by? Because you had a I don't know if Mark's gonna cut it and edit it, but you had a hard time getting through your section this week. Part of it was knowing where the inflection belonged, and part of it is there is this brand new, new to me, company out there called Shaker and Spoon, and once a month you get a box of everything that you need for a cocktail sans the alcohol. Ooh. So you'll get an email and you'll say this month's box has the ingredients to make up these three drinks. The base of it, you're going to need to go out and buy your favorite bottle of vodka or dark oh. rum or bourbon. And so you go out and you pick out whatever bottle of so what they tell you to pick up. And then when the box arrives at your at your front door, everything, including lime, the wow. accoutrement that goes on the side of the glass, mm -hmm. everything is included in the box. So it's you kind of like a out. blue apron, but just for, yes, for alcohol. I got to say, yeah, I love all these home delivery yeah. of this. stuff. Like, I think I, I want to give Amazon the credit for going, no, 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 we can deliver like anything to you. And it's really easy. Like, really? This is, yeah, that's all. And now everyone is coming up. Like you said, blue apron, this thing, the fucking, the girl stuff you get, the dormy stuff, the fucking the bark box, like all this shit is clever as fuck. I'm like, whoa, 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 so you're gonna do all the effort, and I just give you money, and then you'll send me all the stuff? Well, fuck yeah. and it cuts down on waste too, because you know, I'm assuming they don't send you like a whole bag of lemons or, or limes, right? I mean, they, they send you what you need for the drink. So I show up, there's a whole fucking lemon tree out in the front yard. <laughs> now you need one and a half of these. Like, what am I going to do with the rest? Like, that's on you, sir. Right. On sir, you. you paid for this. Yeah, we sent it to you anyway. No, Karen, to answer your question directly, you get these little tiny packets of goodies. And when I mean a little tiny packet, I'm talking like the stuff that if you went back into your jeweler and maybe you'd give them, given them your wedding ring to clean, you know how it comes in just a little yep, tiny the little plastic bag. bag? Yep, that sort of stuff will have Demerara sugar in it. 
and there'll be little tiny jars of bitters, like little teeny tiny oh, bottles. That's so awesome. I want to try. What is this called again? It's I was called, thinking that. It's called Shaker and Spoon. And it is absolutely worth them. And, and, and this is, and I even put it on uh, out on Twitter on, on Vice Lounge that I we are not getting any sort of sponsorship. This is just straight up. I'm such a big fan of this organization entity, and they're so unbelievable with their Twitter responses. One of my little bitters bottles uh, broke in the transit from when they shipped it to me. They had a, I just. I was like, hey guys, this is a really cool, check this all out. And, and Shaker and Spoon saw my picture and they said, where's your little bottle of whatever? And I said, oh, it broke in transit. They sent me a direct message and said, if you give me your address, we'll ship one out for you tomorrow. Wow. It was uh, just so, anyway. And yeah, three cocktails. And to be clear, Karen, it's three separate cocktails, not own, not just that you're getting three individual drinks and then you throw it all away and you're done right. you can get two or three drinks out of each cocktail nice but you get the recipe card three different recipe cards that so yeah it's totally worth it so can you skip weeks you know like on, on any of the meal delivery service if like you're out of town or something you can skip weeks can you do that on this as well or you can that is correct there it's it's once a month it ships during the first full week of any month. So for example, in November, they will ship on either Monday the 6th or Tuesday the 7th. Okay. And and if you don't want that particular month's box, you just click the skip button and uh, next month they'll send you the next thing. Yeah, they aren't a paid sponsor of us either. This is just awesome. Yeah, so I'm, I'm reading the thing. It says you get three recipes and everything you need to make 12 drinks, four for each go. recipe. <laughs> so it sounds like, Tony, you, you were, if you were only getting two out of each one, you're, you're double dosing it. Huh? <laughs> point a little heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah. what, what cocktail are you enjoying from uh, Shaker and Spoon? I don't know the exact name of it. Um, this one came, I, I think, from last month's box but it's some sort of peach cinnamon with a uh, with a dark rum so i bought a bottle of bacardi black that's what i use as the base there's a peach cinnamon syrup that goes in there three quarters of an ounce of lime juice shake it up pour it in your cocktail glass over ice and mm, mm, it is good <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome all right i know what i'm signing up for when we're done right well you should well listen we should probably start the show he's mark she's karen i'm tony and as always we start with random vegas in 1971 due to the overflowing audience people were being refused admittance to the jimmy dean the imperials and dotty west show at the landmark one of those people unknown to the staff was elvis presley elvis was incognito trying to not be recognized and it worked once word got back to the production, he had no problem getting into the show the following night. I got that from just vintage research. There's a lot of things, I think I've talked about it before, where I'll write them into stories, and then as I'm editing, I'll look at and figure out, does it help the narrative at all, or is it just interesting? And if it's just interesting, it gets dropped into Random Vegas. Right. Yeah. It sounds That's like cool. Elvis. He, he loved to dress up and do weird stuff. So. I can't believe it worked, is the weird thing. Yeah, I, I don't know how... Maybe he was a master of disguise. Maybe That's why he was trying to become an FBI agent. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about this week's Twit Pick of the Week. There was no doubt in my mind, the second I saw it, that at Joe Q underscore SD's picture would be the Twit Pick of the Week. An absolutely stunning picture of Center Strip with an angle normally reserved for Google Earth or maybe a helicopter. Of you so tantalizing, one can't help but reach out and try and touch it. 
The sight puts one in emotional juxtaposition depending on the situation. Seen upon arrival to the city and endorphins are sure to be inadvertently released into the bloodstream. Seen while concluding one's adventure in paradise and it's heartbreaking. Triggering a longing intensified as the distance from utopia widens while the view shrinks in the window. A feeling time only helps to dull while you wait to return to desert bliss in the key of C. All while painfully reminding yourself of the poor life decisions you've made that have led you to live in any place but Las Vegas. What did you say? A sorrow of, in a key of C? What did desert, desert bliss in the key of C. All slot machines are toned to the key of C so that they are sonically pleasing to the ear. So well, they're they not clashing they with each other. Yeah. You are so funny. <laughs> this, this is one of those twit pick write-ups that I was like, oh, for crying out loud. Don't, why, see, why is it crying out loud? This is pure art right here. This is just inspiration. I look at it I'm like, I'm writing. I'm not saying the picture, right. there's anything wrong with the picture. The picture is really cool. I'm, I'm saying, saying my it. writing is fucking art. <laughs> Mark, I think your sentence, I think one of the best sentences that you've ever written, it, it, truly, that is artful, is the sentence... Seen upon arrival to the city, and endorphins are sure to be inadvertently released into the bloodstream. Seen from uh, while conducting one's latest adventures in paradise, and it's heartbreaking, triggering a long time intensification of distance from or whatever. Is so accurate when you're coming to town and you can see out the window, and there's the strip like there's that beautiful outline of the strip. All of a sudden, like your heart just starts racing, like, yeah. Get me off this plane, get me off this plane, right. get me off this plane. <laughs> That's actually and when you. No, go. Yeah. And then when you're flying and you're looking at it out the window and it's becoming smaller and smaller and yep. smaller, you're just like, oh, God, this is the one of the worst feelings. I mean, in the grand scheme of life, it's not that bad. It's not. But it's just you hate seeing that. That was a beautifully written twit pick of the week. Thank you. I was very proud of the intensified as the distance from Utopia widens while the view shrinks in the window. I was like, oh, it's two for it's a two thing. <laughs> 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 I'm drawing a mental picture. I'm very, very proud of myself. I, that being said, yeah, Joe Q's picture was awesome. It was amazing. I mean, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen a plane that's gone right over the strip that way. It's got to be turning is what it's doing. Well, yeah. it, it must be that it immediately took off, and then where it's going, it's in the it exact opposite and had to do a big bank. That was just amazing. And way to be heads up by Joe. Just, oh, shit, i got to take this picture. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. I totally agree with you, Tony. I, I recall... The last time Karen and I left and we were, it was the last time we were only going once a year. And I, I recall being unable to tear myself away from the window as it just kept shrinking away, it just almost in tears. You couldn't get out of the hotel room without crying. You were like, yeah. I don't want to go. Yeah, it was, well, we <laughs> asked too many. It was brutal. And uh, Karen often says that, I, well, and I've talked about before how I don't traditionally get excited running up to any real vacation i'm usually so focused on whatever it is but that is when vacation mark kicks in when vegas mark kicks in is when i see it and that's when i start fucking harassing karen and playing grab ass and i'm excited yes and, he does yeah you know, i'm like oh look there it is the harassment there it starts is. and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse as we're on the tram <laughs> and waiting for the baggage and... until we need a safe word <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. 
All right, so we've got some Wind Paradise Park plans. Originally announced in early 2016, Travelzork reported that after two years of designing, the project is ready to move forward. Plans are to close the golf course and on December 22nd, begin clearing the land for construction. While the North Villas are planned to be demolished as part of the project, that isn't expected to happen until April. A new 47-floor, 1,500-room hotel tower will be built in between Wynn and Encore with all its own amenities, including a casino, restaurant, spa, and convention center. It will be the shortest of all the hotel towers on the property, but all the rooms are planned to have a view overlooking the lagoon and boardwalk. There's got to be some long rooms. Either that or it's a skinny tower. If they all overlook, because all of them look, unless... I don't know. Yes, I guess we will. I guess right. he, he, he talked himself. He had a question that he talked himself right out of there. That was pretty impressive. Before it even got out. <laughs> the lagoon will be 1,600 feet long, 700 feet wide, shaped somewhat like an hourglass. On the south side of the lagoon, there will be a 30,000 square foot pavilion. The boardwalk is planned to be one mile long and located northeast of the lake. Planned attractions include a carousel, a carnival-style parade, a zip line, an LED bumper car racing game, and multiple other carnival-like attractions. At night, the lake will feature a parade with floats similar to what you would see at Carnival in Rio, with 12 30-foot floats using some kind of audio and video element to them. Guests will be able to pay for the right to sit on those floats, because that's somehow a thing. It's got to be bottle service, right? Like, why else would you be like, oh, let's go on the float? Well, my guess the... is it's probably a status thing. Well, yeah, I mean, you'd be the center of attention in the in the parade, so everybody wants to do that. And if it's carnival, like that's where all like the the party dancing stuff I happens. Guess. The often pointed to sign that Steve Wynn was going senile, the King Kong attraction will not be a part of the project. Thank God. However, <laughs> the movie creature may still make an appearance in some fashion at the property, whether it be like it appears as part of a free show, like it does at the Win Kotai, or featured in one of the nighttime parade floats on the water. The budget for the project still needs to be approved from the board of directors, but is really more of a formality. The project isn't expected to be complete until 2021 at the earliest, Interestingly, the project isn't planned to utilize all the free space available at the site. Some 40 to 60 acres northeast will be undeveloped, set aside for future plans. I don't know what I think of this. I don't, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic. Steve Wynn seems to really know what he's doing when you look at Wynn and then Bellagio, or excuse me. Um, Treasure Island. Thank you. Mirage, Treasure Island then the Bellagio, then the win. <laughs> For that reason, I'm inclined to think this is going to be pretty stinking cool, but um, having King Kong as a part of it in any manner does make me go, eh, really? Yeah, I'll tell you what, you've got you've to check it out. There is on YouTube, if you go to Win Kotai King Kong, there is a free show that has what looks like a giant window, and there's like... Um, I don't know. It's like a stage setting or whatever. Basically, it's this giant window, and you can see things going on outside of it. And one of them is giant King Kong who comes up to the window and looks inside and then and, and goes away. It's like, what is your fascination with this dude? Yeah, yeah, for real. 
Let's talk about Excalibur adding 4D attraction. Despite rumors that it's in line to be the next property MGM renovates into another forgettable building you could find in any city anywhere in the world, Excalibur announced a new addition to the family-friendly attractions. This weekend, a new 4D theater attraction has been added to the property's Fun Dungeon, the name of the property's arcade, not to be confused with the serial killer's basement. <laughs> the attraction will offer multiple 15-minute 3D movies with enhanced immersion features, including cinematic lighting, music, and the latest in-seat effects to extend the experience beyond the screen. The Ultimate 4D Experience, as it's being called, will partner with Warner Brothers to offer 4D versions of its movies San Andreas, Journey to the Center of the Earth 2, and The Lego Movie. Open from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. daily, shows will run every 20 minutes with each movie playing once an hour. Tickets for one show are $10, 13 for two, and 15 for all three. Tickets are available at the Excalibur box office and at the theater. We wouldn't traditionally do anything like this, but I think that's cool that they added something interesting like that. I mean, I wonder just how big it is. I mean, I think it's definitely geared towards, you know, the kids and family entertainment and that kind of stuff. Right. I, ju I just mean they, they call it a theater, and I'm like, uh, how, how, how big? What, what is the technical definition of a theater? I mean, is it can you have a pop-up theater? You know, how many people have to have to fit in this to be a theater? I'm just thinking about how much room they could possibly have in the fun dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Kevin Spacey, a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> what, too soon? Sorry. No, not at all. No, not at all. Don't, don't take my house of cards away, though. Oh, that's too late. Uh, it's too late. <laughs> they actually halted production on the... On I know, the I know. Scene. Just finish production and just and then we'll... Do whatever really you gotta do. I want to see what happens. That's, that's all I'm saying. Just fucking sum it up. Just do what do what you gotta do, and then punish him. Don't punish me. Punish him. <laughs> <Don't> punish him. <laughs> Keep Kevin Spacey in one of those Silence of the Lamb outfits, costs shackles. <laughs> we'll be fine. Just roll all him right. out. Yeah, roll him out so he can act in the scene, and then lock him back up and roll right, him back right. in. Right. <laughs> have have so, people with cattle prods next to him. Just be careful. <laughs> oh, no. Stop no, it, keep Kevin. Your pants on. Right. <laughs> That might be the, the title of this episode, Kevin Spacey's Fun Dungeon. <laughs> it, it is like now. <laughs> all right, all right. Something that's kind of weird and kind of intriguing. The Voice, Neon Dream Show. Yeah, I don't know. This, this sounds like torture as well. <laughs> In news where the focus of the story is far less interesting than the afterthought of a detail disclosed within... The RJ announced that the stage production of the show, The Voice, will be setting up a residency at the Hard Rock. The show will be called The Voice Neon Dreams and will feature past winners from the show, also known as the peak of their music careers, thanks to a show that turns out fewer success stories than chemotherapy does. <laughs> oh. Featuring a live band, plans are to have a revolving lineup of performers from the show, apparently seeing no end in sight for it on TV. It's projected to open up June 4th in the under construction in the Round Theater on the old Hard Rock Cafe site. And now we come to it. Where the fuck was the announcement that Hard Rock is building a theater in the Round on the site that was formerly the Hard Rock Cafe on the corner? Right, I don't that know. sounds amazing. I have so many more questions about that. 
it's planned to originally be named The Voice Theater, and while that sucks, I'm more interested in how many people it will be able to accommodate and if it will be used for things more commonly known as entertainment. According to the article, it isn't likely because the show is already planned to be dark only on Tuesdays, with shows at 8 p.m. Sunday through Wednesday, 9.30 on Friday and Saturday. Looking past that to the already long-awaited canceling of the residency, I'm interested if it's large enough to accommodate real performers, because I think that would be amazing. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that they're... Actually, I don't, I don't find it surprising that they're setting up a show in Vegas to showcase the talent they find on The Voice. I think... And I love the audition rounds of The Voice, but I, I've never watched it afterwards. And quite frankly, I, I don't think anybody could name a single performer that has had a hit song. So anybody that's won that's ended up with a hit song on the radio. Like, at least American Idol, there were, you know, there was obviously... Um, no, 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 just go. Just go. We don't need to talk about who they are. You can keep making your point. We okay. don't need to celebrate fine, them. Fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but no, the... the um, Kelly Clarkson, fucking... No, I couldn't remember the name of the show. Oh, The Voice. No, the other show. Uh, American, American Idol. Idol. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted me. I'm just like... Look at, uh, <laughs> I don't no, not that, the show. My God, it's like we're playing the $10,000 pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, I mean, American Idol has actually produced some talent that's yeah. gone on to have a music career. Nobody from The Voice, as far as I know, I've never heard anybody reference on the radio say voice winner from whatever year. I think the show's entertaining. But, I mean... Well, you got to be concerned if you're performing in this that, what, what is this, 10 years after they started doing it or something, that now they have the stage show? Like, how many years do you think this show's going to last? Although, didn't American Idol last, like, 25 or something shit? Some shit like I don't that? know how long. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe they have another decade worth of, uh, of performances in them. I don't know. I don't really care. Like I said, I'm interested to... Can you imagine? Obviously, you wouldn't be able to see Elvis, but... Imagine a group that isn't like a band playing, you know, instruments or whatever, because I, I always remember when the Beatles did that once and how they had to keep shifting the stage around. Yeah, they had so, to keep yeah. turning Ringo's drums So, yeah, I, I, I don't want that. But think about anybody that's primarily a singer, like any, like uh, fucking Britney Spears or fucking, you know, Jennifer Lowe, like anybody like that that's primarily just a vocal artist. That's somebody I'd like to see in the round. I always think of Elvis, so it's got to be somebody like that. I, I just, I, I think you, you're really stretching the term vocal artist in reference to Britney Spears oh, and Jennifer Lopez. You know what I'm okay. saying. Right. No, I got it. <laughs> what he meant to say was Annie Lennox. It's fine. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> that would work too. It'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. I guess we should probably move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Skill-based games are expanding to other Caesars Entertainment properties in 2018, including Link, Paris, and Caesars. The games by Gamblet debuted at Planet Hollywood in 2017. We messed around with those at one of the Vegas vacations. Actually, no, we didn't mess around with them. We couldn't even be bothered to do that. We were literally right next to them playing that stupid pop-up craps game yeah. that only Chris liked. Right. Everybody else was like, this is so dumb. And that was right by us, and we were like, Nah. Nah. <laughs> this is definitely dumb, but I'll at least try that. Right, exactly. <laughs> Minus five bar has closed at Monte Carlo. The ice bar still has locations at Mandalay Bay and Venetian's Grand Canal shops. You know what? I, I'm going to call it now. I'm not announcing anything else. They're going to close everything that you like at Monte Carlo, and they're going to replace it with other stuff that you may or may not like. I'm just tired of reporting on it. 
Because they seem Have to be. You guys ever tried either of the, any of the minus five no. bars? No, because I don't like being cold unless I'm properly attired and usually with a snowboard close to me. Other than that. Well, uh, they provide you the proper attire. Yeah. Yeah, but you gotta. Not only do you have to rent that shit. Do you really? Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spot. So you pay like a. To the best of my recollection, you pay an exorbitant price, but it comes with. This jacket, like the burka in the not burka, I don't think. It yeah, and burka is not the right word. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the fur and line. And they kill you for being an infidel. Right. <laughs> it's a whole trap. <laughs> That's how ISIS is recruiting. Right. It's brilliant. That's why they call it minus five. It's ISIS. <laughs> Damn it. That could be. How, that could be another how do title. People keep falling for this. <laughs> You Americans are so stupid. Haven't you noticed that everyone comes in and nobody comes out? <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Matt Goss has begun another residency in Vegas, this time at One Oak Inside Mirage. For those of you interested, you'll have to Google it so I could avoid being counted among the clicks driven to that site, insinuating interest in said performer. <laughs> The loss. Oh man. Okay, hang on. I gotta get. I gotta get serious for this one. Well, because I read it ahead of time, so I gotta make it's sure good. I deliver it's good. It's good. Thank you. The Las Vegas Lights, the USL Pro Soccer team recently awarded to the city, revealed their semi-pro logo, which looks like the "Welcome to Las Vegas" sign mated with a generic "Open Close" sign and had a learning disabled child. <laughs> the team begins play at Cashman Field home to the city's minor league baseball team in March of 2018. I'm pretty proud of some of the, <laughs> some of the lines I came up with this week. It's so bad. Well, and here's something it's I don't understand. It's so bad. How the heck is a soccer team playing on a baseball yeah. field? Yeah, that's wild to me, too. Because, I, I well, you think about it, even soccer pitches are, are bigger than NFL fields. I, I don't know. I don't care. I just don't Isn't it just wider than an NFL field? I just know when, I think they, it when is. they play in London. Because because I remember the Browns used to play on a baseball field, and the weirdest thing about that is the it, the closest seats you had to the to the to the actual field were in the end zone. Because yeah. and, and they were just shit seats, but it, that was the closest one because they had to put it in the middle of the field. So like the fifty yard line, you were like thirty yards away from the actual fucking well, and that difference start is, of the is field. because the, the baseball field is normally shaped like a pie. Versus an NFL field is rectangular, but so is a soccer slice of pie, pitch. Yeah. Well, yeah, slice of pie. Yeah. I, I don't know. We're talking. Punch and pie? Sorry. Um, <laughs> what are people counting? They think we have punch and pie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're just going off the rails today. Okay. Uh, moving on. Cantor Deli has finally returned to the strip after their location at Treasure Island was closed a couple years ago. The new location is located. <laughs> it's, it's, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> I did Don't leave good, me hanging. I did Where? some good ones Where? and I did some bad ones. <laughs> <laughs> Let me edit this on the fly. The new location is in the Link Promenade across the way from the yard house. <laughs> Las Vegas will start using an app called Passport Parking that will allow users to feed parking meters via their smartphone. The app is free and available in both Apple and Google App Stores, and new users can use the code one for free to get a $5 credit. You know, it's it, this is this is how you can tell that I've I've always just been a a visitor to Las Vegas is the first thing I thought when I read this is I was like 
they don't have any parking meters in Vegas. Like going, yeah, it's a city. They have parking meters, just not, not in the, the fucking yeah, <laughs> not in the places where the tourists go. You idiot. <laughs> I really like. There's a, uh, I think it was Ted Newkirk that posted a meme to Facebook this week, that was one of those pictures stacked on another picture, and the, and the top picture said something like, "Oh, you live in Las Vegas," and it's a picture of the Strip, and the response is, "Yeah, I live in Las Vegas," and then it's just like a random old neighborhood picture like people <laughs> actually live in this city people go to school and have jobs that aren't casino related and go grocery shopping well, tony, in las vegas tony as we all know memes are not facts and i believe in this case ted is lying because living in <laughs> vegas is exactly like i've imagined it it is how much how much longer until the four of us just get a condo on the strip and just mm. call it life good that would be a blast. Yeah. And we'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> I know. We would die young and leave gorgeous corpses. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> Except for our livers. That well, would be yeah, <laughs> that'd be terrible. But only the fucking uh, autopsyist or the, the right? guy. The medical director. Yeah, medical, whatever. Yeah. The guy that cuts us open, only he'd know. <laughs> the upside is we would be famous in whatever UNLV med school got to... <laughs> However, however, the people who were next in line as organ donors are going to be very annoyed with us. <laughs> they were so young and healthy. What happened? I know. Oh, we got some good one. God right. damn it. Exactly. I have good news and bad news. They were only 40. <laughs> the bad news is they had the liver of a 90-year-old. Right. That had, had livers fermenting in alcohol. And had been living with Kevin Spacey for a year and a half. <laughs> In, in his fun dungeon. Yeah. That's right. Looking like something you would see in Elvis's basement if he were alive today or perhaps at the Pepper Mill in general, Eater Vegas shared a rendering of the new bar planned as a part of the renovations that will turn Planet Dailies into Cafe Hollywood. It, Planet Hollywood, Las Vegas Casino. Yeah, I can't okay. describe it any better than that. It really does look like, I mean... I, I don't know if it actually is this way, but it looks like it has purple velvet walls. Oh, jeez. And, and, and on top of that, it looks like a actually any teenager's room because it's fucking covered in posters. The only thing that makes it like nicer is that they're framed, like posters and pictures and shit like that. Like it's just packed, this little mm. area. It, yeah, it seems excessive. Usually a sign that things aren't going well for a restaurant. Giada informed the RJ that her restaurant at Cromwell will no longer be serving breakfast and lunch. However, brunch will still be available on the weekends. Some of what was available is expected to be at her new casual food option, Pronto, opening at Caesars in 2018. I will say this. Most fine dining options are only open for dinner in Vegas. Right. So... And maybe, maybe she is doing so well. Maybe it is so packed that she's like, why do I have to stay open all day long? And maybe she doesn't get a lot of business for breakfast or lunch. My, yeah, my gut is they try. it was so popular in the beginning. There was like a six-month waiting list for that thing. Yeah. It was so popular in the beginning. They were trying to do anything they could to capitalize on that and stay open longer, do whatever it is they could to drive business in there. And now that it's tapered off to, to reasonable, you know, you don't want to get blended in as a cafe. You're not a cafe at, I mean, there's nothing wrong with a cafe, but you don't, you know, I, I wouldn't think of Tom Colicchio's 
you know, for breakfast. I mean, I'm not saying it wouldn't be amazing food, but there's something special about it only being available for this, like, 5 o'clock to 11 or something. Like, whoa. I know. The only thing that's disappointed is I wish I would have tried breakfast there because I bet it would have been really good. I agree. I agree. South Florida-based Sloan's Ice Cream confirmed they will bring their brand to Las Vegas and set up shop in Venetian's Grand Canal shops. The concept is said to be inspired by Willy Wonka levels of excess, but in truth, they don't look much different than any ice cream shop found in anywhere. Any other ice cream shop found anywhere? Whatever. No word exactly when they will open, but when they do, it will be in the 1,500-plus square foot space next to Horogoro (laughs) Watch Store, wherever the hell that is. I bet you Alistair would know how to say that. He's Mr. Blue Storm 2000. Blue Storm. <laughs> you know, I hate any time they compare themselves to Willy Wonka level of excess because unless there is an edible buttercup plant <laughs> as well as a giant chocolate river mm-hmm. and I can punch open a balloon-sized piece of candy that's got cream in the middle of it, yeah. mm-hmm. you're, you're just toying with my emotion. I do. T- I, I, <laughs> completely agree with you like the first thing i thought was like oh my god so it's gonna be like this big crazy thing and you look at it like it looks like a fucking ice cream shop (laughs) this is not wonka at all right if i can't lick the schnozberries on the (laughs) wallpaper (laughs) go fuck yourself sloan (laughs) i know now i immediately hate you sloan now not only do i not want to try you i want to speak ill of you to everyone don't go to sloan it's not wonka at all Where's my everlasting gobstopper? Right. <laughs> you can buy those on the corner market. Right. Busy lifting drink. <laughs> yes. If I can't belch to bring myself down from the chop my fan. All right. Well, I guess that's probably going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions. Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. First up, Kid Rock is performing at Mandalay Bay Saturday, March 24th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount. However, premium seats on tickets.accessvegas.com do start at a mere $127. He, Kid Rock is proof that you can't die from VD. <laughs> <laughs> Demi Lovato and DJ Khalid are performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, March 3rd. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at an undisclosed amount, but premium seats on tickets.accessvegas.com start at 56 Ben Morrison is performing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Wednesday, January 31st, and Friday and Saturday, February 2nd and 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Bill O'Reilly and Dennis Miller will attempt to do a lesser version of what John Oliver does at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Friday, December 15th. Shows start at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $96. Oh, my God, I love John Oliver. (laughs) 
literally, I get uh, no bullshit. Uh, Tony, have you ever watched anything John Oliver does? I've seen two or three episodes of his crazy antics. I literally, Karen and I can't watch it all the time because I get mind-splitting headaches from laughing so hard. Like, like the kind of headaches that I, I assume is what when people describe migraines, like real migraines, not like, oh, I got a migraine, like, I got a migraine, everyone shut the fuck up, turn the lights off. You know, it's, uh, yeah, I think he's hilarious. I love him. You you don't seem to be nearly as impressed. I am not. I wish all of the Brits would stay out of America, Alistair. <laughs> well, it's not even just the Brits. There's a Brit, there's a South African, Aussie. there's an Australian. Yeah, I mean, they're all... Canadian. Uh, yeah, all, all, all of them find our country hilarious. <laughs> well, and it's, it's funny when you hear them talking, you know, in a British accent, and they say, you know, we can't do that in our country. And I'm like, this isn't your country. But... <laughs> could be they could you know have dual citizenship or become a citizen whatever just it just sounds odd i don't know i i like john oliver we're, divorce, we're, we're diverse melting pot yes we are and finally oh this makes me sad foo fighters are performing at the chelsea at cosmopolitan sunday december 31st show starts at 9 p.m tickets start at 150 bucks we were supposed to go see them they were coming to Memphis last week. It's the second time in 2017 we've been fucked. We were going to go see Corn in May, and then yep. they, canceled and they canceled because Jonathan lost his voice. And then an undisclosed family emergency, and Foo Fighters had to cancel three shows. Right. So. Hmm. Supposedly they're coming back in May, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll, yeah. See. well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar, which is at the blog. Let's check the river. All right, so it looks like we've got a couple of PayPal donations this week. Yeah. First up, we have a PayPal donation from Michael Traeger from Amsterdam. Yeah. Nice. Karma donation from Travel Zork. Can I request Karma? Yes. I really need 18 in a row player at Bakra. Punto Banco. Yay. Is that how you say that? Yeah, it is right. At it some is. point in the next few months. Asking too much? Love the show. Have a fabulous week. You know you know why I, I remember that? And, and you'll probably now remember it forever, is there's an episode of Archer where he's got the entire company's 401k, and he's sitting at a table. Like, he was in, like, the high roller suite, yeah. and they're like, you have to gamble, and, and they finally kind of guide him right towards it. And uh, like they give him all the all these plaques and he's playing and like going yeah so you know the guy's like hovering over him like all right fine and he puts a plaque down the guy goes punto blanco and they're like what happened what did I just win <laughs> you know <laughs> but thank you for thank you Michael very much appreciate the donation it's awesome Amsterdam I know yeah. that's I think yeah. our first one from Amsterdam yeah yeah no that's that's awesome he's the guy that's doing the uh, the Zork Fest so oh, yeah? this is. Yeah, yeah, this is the guy that runs uh, the tra Travels Orc and oh, has a podcast. Oh, that's wow. Yeah. yeah I listen, it's, here's what I love about his podcast. They're, for the most part, sometimes they go over, which is totally cool, but for the most part, they're nine minutes. And he does what? them, if not every day, he does them like every other day, every three days. And so he just, he'll just rapid fire out these uh, these podcasts that are nine minutes. Oh, that's clever. And they're, it is, it's super cool. He talks about Vegas stuff. He talks about Baccarat. He talks about ways to maximize points that you're getting off from, you know, your credit cards and stuff like that. It's, right. yeah, it's, 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 it's a great little podcast for it. Nine minutes. I dig it. I can listen to it like 
you know, on my way to work or something. It's, yeah, I got to add them to the uh, friends of the show list. Yeah, they're he's he's good peeps. That's awesome. <laughs> another another good peep and someone that we heard from earlier, our buddy Phil states. He says, hoping to pull the magic of the karma donation towards runners of the Rock and Roll Marathon, November 12th. I'm in the half and Christina is in the full marathon. Best of luck to all the runners in the 360 Vegas community. I, I'm still, I think they're nuts yes. for doing a marathon, but I give Phil a lot of credit. He has come a long way in a very short amount of time between, I mean, we've talked before about how much weight he's lost and the fact that he's doing a half marathon. I think it is, I mean, good for him. I just, every time I think about my friends doing these, these long runs, I think about all the stories you hear about long distance runners and their fucking toenails falling off oh, and yeah. just jacked up feet. I'm like, why are you doing this? What did, listen, I am more tortured than any of you could possibly be. The level of self-loathing cannot be <laughs> You wouldn't equal. stoop to doing a marathon? I would never do that to myself. I mean, I've contemplated some fucked up things. That's not <laughs> one of them. <laughs> but never once just running for 13 <laughs> miles. I hate myself. I'm going to run for 13 miles. <laughs> Take that, you. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. I, no, I've got a great deal of credit to both yeah. Christina and Phil. They have been incredibly successful yeah. in their life's journey and in uh, this whole running, both from a physical standpoint, a weight loss standpoint, just a look at the shit that I've accomplished standpoint. I have nothing but the utmost respect because I'll be the first to say I never, I, I, I would never be able to yeah, do it. it. So yeah. good for them. Congre and, and thank you, uh, Phil for, uh, for and Michael, for the very generous uh, PayPal yeah, donations. But that being said, I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number 249. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Of course, you can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as amazon.com, tickets.accessvegas.com, or you can just make a PayPal donation. You can buy merchandise from our store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to leave some feedback, written or audio, perhaps an intro, much like Phil did, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we do have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. And for any of you still hanging around at this point, you're getting something special next week. So, till then. Yeah.